0: Heart to Heart, a Catholic media ministry presents Season of Joy. Reflections for the 50 Days
1: of Easter. Today's reflection is by Rachel K. Fortin. Originally from Des Moines, Iowa, Rachel is a wife and mother of two beautiful children, spiritual director, retreat leader, writer, and editor in Palatine, Illinois. She served as retreat and communications coordinator for Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House for six years and completed Ignatian Spiritual Direction training there. Now, let's listen to today's scripture, followed by Rachel's reflection.
0: The Holy Gospel, according to Luke. That very day... The first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleophas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us. For it is nearly evening, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that, while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us, while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. The Gospel of the Lord
1: The incredibly rich gospel on this third Sunday of Easter begins with the words, That very day... So let's start by remembering what day this was for the two disciples walking to Emmaus. These men had just heard from some of the women that Jesus' tomb was empty, that an angel had appeared to them, saying, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. The women had run back to tell the rest of the apostles the good news, but the apostles did not believe them. And now these two are getting out of town. They are headed away from Jerusalem, where their hopes were dashed. They do not understand that Jesus has fulfilled the scripture and defeated death, as he himself tells them on the road. These disciples are walking away from it all. I find it incredibly hopeful that it is to these two people that Jesus appears. And he asks them a question What are you discussing? Jesus sees their sadness and enters into it by listening. They pour their hearts out, and he answers by explaining to them the very things they have not understood. He does this while remaining unrecognizable to the two disciples. This hiddenness and later revelation is a hallmark of the resurrection stories, and I believe it is how God works with us. In any number of ways, God uses a seemingly strange messenger, and later our eyes are opened to God's presence. About 10 years ago, I made a discernment retreat with Benedictine sisters. Each day I met with a compassionate and wise elderly sister for spiritual direction. Still in college at the time, I was thinking a lot about what God wanted from me. Should I enter religious life, get married, and have a family? go into the world as a missionary? Near the end of the retreat, God still hadn't told me what he wanted me to do. I had fully expected him to speak to me through this wise sister I was meeting with. But then I decided to take a walk through a meadow of flowers. This was not a prayer walk, but a way to get out of the discernment for a minute. And this is when God spoke to me unexpectedly. On this walk, I was suddenly captivated by a tiny little flower growing out of the path. It was so small. As I bent down to look at it, I noticed there were little holes all over the petals, but it struck me as just about the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And all of a sudden, I felt Jesus looking at me like I was looking at the flower, looking at me with love, holes, and all. And what I heard then was the most important message I have ever received. There is nothing about you that I do not love. The thought occurred to me so unexpectedly and clearly that there was no doubt in my mind of it being from God, and I was allowed to really receive God's unconditional, relentless, undeserved love for me. The joy of receiving that truth was overwhelming. I wanted to run through the silent retreat and shout it out to each person. There is nothing about you that God does not love. In that moment, I knew exactly what it meant when the disciples on the road to Emmaus said, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? When we have an encounter with the risen Jesus, our hearts burn within us. And then we recognize him like the disciples at Emmaus in the breaking of the bread. In fact, every time we approach the Eucharist, we approach the risen Jesus reaching out to us in love, saying, this is my body given for you because there is nothing about you that I do not love. And what is our response? The disciples on the road to Emmaus change course. They go back to Jerusalem They tell their friends what they've seen and heard, that the good news is true. Jesus has risen. And today's gospel stops a verse short. But what happens next? As they were saying this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. This is our calling as Easter people. Absorb the good news. Jesus loves you so much that he suffered, died, and rose for you. Next, tell everyone... Finally, see Jesus among you in every place where you proclaim the good news in word and deed. Alleluia, He has risen.
0: We hope you've enjoyed today's Season of Joy Reflection. Tune in tomorrow for the next edition in our Easter series. And if you haven't already joined our email list, visit htoh.us to sign up and receive more inspirational content delivered right to your inbox may God bless your heart and the hearts of all your loved ones